Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Insert Name FC. I am your host, Hector Flores. And of course, with me always is my best friend, Edward Robles. Hey there, guys. How's it going? All right, man. So episode four, another another week, another week of soccer. Excited to talk about another good show. At least I hope so. Hey, yeah. Um, we have no no crazy gym stories today, hopefully. Ha uh-huh. ha, no. And none. if not, it's not necessary for the show. No. <laughs> All right. Jay, thanks a lot for putting my confidence up there. <laughs> I see how to. You work out. Be, be proud of yourself, man. You're doing more than what I can do. <laughs> how many pull-ups can you do? I said more than I can do, you <laughs> idiot. I'm just trying to put it out there. That's it. Okay. I don't know how that has... A, so you want, you want to make me feel worse by making yourself feel better? Is that what you're trying... And even though I'm trying to make you feel better, so you want to make me less confident in myself. Even though I'm a very confident person to begin with. Pass some of that to me. I, I, I need that. No, it's too late for you. Oh, man. All right, man. So we got a jam-packed show, so let's get going. So first off, we want to congratulate Bayern Munich for winning the UEFA Super Cup. The infamous <laughs> UEFA uh, Super Cup. Um, yeah. It was actually a pretty good game. You know what? Watching this game made me realize something. What? What was that? I seriously keep forgetting that Javi Martinez plays for Bayern Munich. That's right. Yeah. I, it, this is probably the guy that I'm just like, oh, he's still playing. This is my new Rafa Marcus. This is literally my new Rafa Marcus. Oh, man. Because he, he scored the game-winning goal, too, for, for Bayern Munich. So he had a big moment. And, and even the commentary was like, oh, yeah, we forgot. Javi Martinez is on the <laughs> is, is plays for Bayern Munich. So, oh, wow. Even the commentators of that? Yeah, man. Every, the announcers, people that were analyzing the game, they're like, oh, wow, yeah. Great game for... Uh, for for Javi Martinez, you know, a guy that doesn't get much playtime is the one that comes up big for the game. But yeah, uh, I mean, he did it. He he came out. He always does, though. I mean, he's not. It's not like he he's not on the bench just because he's bad. It's just it just goes to show how deep this Bayern Munich team is. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's, uh, it's just funny. But congratulations to Bayern Munich, uh, UEFA Super Cup once again. Probably not the most necessarily prioritized award because I mean. Yes, it's a it's a trophy for the I guess it's a trophy for the trophy case, but and some cash money, but it's not necessarily like you know something that you would feel like you would have to put like your first team on there. And... Though Bayern Munich did play, I mean yeah. Sevilla definitely played there with their first team, but uh, Bayern Munich clearly did as well. Yeah. Um, so last week we talked about you know let's let's jump on the Bovis the bandwagon before things start going for this team because we all know that's going to happen. Um, so you're still not sure. So my question for you is what's going to make you become a fan of Boa Vista FC? I mean, I don't know. I just, 
there's probably going to be have to be a player that like calls out to me besides Reggie Cannon. You know, I'm just saying, just saying. And since you're not a Dynamo fan, obviously you don't identify Albert Police. Yeah, I mean, I just there's got to be a player that just calls my attention because uh, well, clearly they don't have the money to do this. No, but I mean, they could they could have a prospect that all of a sudden just comes out like doing so, the. So we'll have crazy further thing. updates. Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to get him to jump on the bandwagon with Boa Vista. He's really trying. You can yeah, tell. Man. So I mean, we'll we'll definitely make something happen. I mean, I think it's weird that we don't have a a team in common. And I'm not trying to push him on the Dynamo because he just clearly isn't an MLS fan. But um, yeah, because <laughs> you know it's a true. It's true though because yeah. you're not you're, you don't like I'm, the MLS. I'm a, Euro, I'm a Euro snob. It's like whenever whenever I see Europe teams come and play, then yeah, I'll go for that. But it's like everything else. It's like yay! I mean, I'm not I'm not talking trash on Dynamo or nothing, but it's just I don't know. It's just the playing style is completely different to what I'm used to watching and actually enjoying. I don't know. All right, so I hyped this game up last week. Oh, here we go. Here and we go. yes, I sipped on the Kool Aid a little too hard for Arsenal. Too much. Too much. I said three peat. Um, I said a lot of things, and uh, well. Spence, can you give us a recording of all this thing? All Liverpool. All the stuff you said? Well, I mean, now it's in the show, so it doesn't fucking matter if it's on the <laughs> outro or not. Um, but fuck you. Uh, yes, Arsenal got outplayed, clearly outplayed by Liverpool, who just significantly just got stronger, especially because Diego Jota was another player that scored a goal in that game. Yeah, his but, debut. I mean, at least Arsenal scored the first goal. I mean, a little moral victory right there. Lacazette scored the goal. So, but... Uh, Ironically, on a mistake from Robertson, but he came back and shoot or shoot. That's all that matters. Shoot or shoot. <laughs> What's Manchester United doing? They actually, they actually won by a miracle. Still, yeah, but Arsenal already has two wins under their belt. So I mean, this is one loss. You know, there's still plenty of season left to go. I mean, I'll give it to them. They did, but no, nah, Arsenal. I mean, Liverpool just outplayed them. I mean, with over sixty percent possession of the game for Liverpool. Yeah, and I was about to say. I it's mean, like, Liverpool outshot. Team. Yeah, outshot freaking Arsenal, freaking twenty-one to four. That much? Yeah, man, it was. It was bad. Was um, possession. I just said that Liverpool had oh. over sixty percent possession. Oh my god! What the hell? What I, happened? No, because because I I could just warn that you didn't say it, but maybe it's just me and my ears. Man, dude, you whatever your job is, man. Apparently, it is it is killing you. Uh thank you for acknowledging but, that. But um, but yeah. So congratulations, Liverpool. Yeah, you, you won the game that mattered. Um. <laughs> it's so deflating, man. Because you know I'm. This is the life of an Arsenal fan. You hope every single year that it's going to happen. The changes are coming. You know, we did the whole Wenger out thing, but at least Wenger was bringing in some players of some young players of quality. I'm not saying anything about what Mikel Arteta because I like every I've liked every single signing he's made so far, but clearly it's limited. Stan Kroenke, the freaking American that bought Arsenal, I, I, I hate him. I hate him. Wow. But. I'm still hopeful. I like what Mikel Arteta is doing. I like where this team is going. I'm not a fan of the back three, personally. I think that they need to stick with the back four. Um, but this isn't this isn't like obviously the season's still still going. So I mean, I still feel very confident in Arsenal that they're going to have a really good year this year. It's just that clearly we're not good against the the clear favorites of this of this league. So, um, but you wanted the underdog upset. 
basically. I was hoping for it, but I mean, Anfield has been the stadium that Arsenal has struggled to play in. So maybe I had my hopes up a little too high for this game, but yeah. Fuck it. I, I'm so mad. But anyways, <laughs> but not as mad as I am <laughs> when I'm going to be talking about this. The Houston Dynamo need to fire Matt Jordan. Oh, oh my God, damn. dude. This is by far the worst. They were the worst general manager. I don't even know why the Dynamo have a general manager. Why? To me, like, all you need is a president and a manager. Like, that's all you need. I don't know why we have this GM. And clearly, he hasn't really been that good. He can take credit for what he did with bringing Albert Feliz. But clearly, I don't even think that he was completely behind that move. A lot of the moves that the Dynamo made that I said, oh, they're really good. I completely and 100% believe that Matt Jordan had nothing to do with these moves. The fact that Marcelo Palomino came back. One, one thing, they let him go. He was at a, a Dynamo Academy product. He was playing with the youth national team and they let him go and then they came back, but they tried to play it off like they were being smart about it. Matt Jordan is just, a, he's just an idiot, man. Like he is not good. He's been the manager for six fucking years, six fucking years and only one playoff appearance. He's gone through five managers. Like if the thing that tells me is like, if there's constantly a problem, you got to look at the common the common factor. The common what's the what's the same? What's the thing that's been consistent throughout this this terrible era for the Houston Dynamo? Matt Jordan. Matt Jordan, dude. Like, I mean, the, the team. I get it that the team is limited with their budget. I get all those things, and I mean, there's ways to be able to work around it to still get quality players and still compete. I still believe in the in the whole youth academy system with what they're trying to do with Tad Ramos, where he's trying to bring in these younger players. Obviously, that takes time, and I'm patient with it, and I'm completely understand that logic behind it but when you have a general manager just saying oh we're gonna make moves and your biggest move was to bring in a 31 year 32 year old colombian which at one point the dynamo were very interested in him when he was playing in club america and santos yeah. not when he went to minnesota united played more games over there and now they bring him here he's been playing pretty good i'm not trying to say that he's not a good player but clearly this is not. This was said to be like. This is our marquee signing. This is our big move for this offseason. And I'm like, really? Is it? Is it really? <laughs> and then to throw things even more, they've been rumored with this young Argentinian Argentine player, and like they're saying that this kid has a lot of potential, that he's exciting, and all this stuff. And we're we're in a in a bidding war with Sutherland, Sutherland, freaking Sutherland, a Division Three club in England. You can't be you're 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 supposed to be a league league one like you're a top division team like the MLS doesn't have lower divisions you're literally the top division literally the division yeah and you're losing you're you're possibly gonna lose to fucking Sutherland are you fucking kidding me I I can't I don't I haven't even heard Sutherland's name in a long time I mean unless you watch the Netflix show but uh, but aside from all those things man it's just frustrating to see all this. Um, I'm completely disappointed. This is Matt Jordan's last year. This is under his contract. And honestly, I don't even want to wait till the season's over. I want him gone. Like, he has not done anything to prove to anybody that he is worth anything that they've given him. He's consistently failed over and over again. So I think it's time to ha for him to walk out of Houston and go ruin some other club. Wow. I mean, do you believe in failing upward? I think that's what he's doing, apparently. No, the, the piece of shit can leave. Like, he, <laughs> like he shouldn't even. Like, he honestly, stayed, he stayed long. You know enough, what? Apparently, so maybe he can, he can go go manage. Like, I I don't know what he wants to go do, but he is not a good general manager. 
I don't know what he was able to to sell to Gabriel Brenner, who's a shitty owner to begin with anyways. But whatever he sold to this guy to make him believe that this is a qualified general manager that's going to bring top quality players to this league, uh, he completely and utterly undersold this guy. Completely. I don't even know what's the word to use for this. He, he, he been bamboozled. He by bamboozled. Which, which basically tells me that Gabriel Brenner is just an even bigger idiot than Matt Jordan. And I'll even throw Oscar Deloy in there as well. He probably, he probably, he probably was like. And you know what? I agree. You know what? Oscar Deloy is probably a bigger idiot too because this dude's trying to box again, and uh, and he's getting sued by Canelo Alvarez. So I mean, man, I I heard about that. I. I was like, wait, what? I thought it was like, I thought they were like best buds and shit. Uh, apparently, but like, clearly not. All right, I let it out. I'm good. That was the rant of the day. I'm good now. I hope. No, I'm good. All right, I, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm good now. Uh, I'm back to being positive again. This rant was brought to you by. <laughs> not a damn thing. <laughs> All right, let's get into some headlines, man. All right. So, the first headline: Luis Suarez gets away from Barcelona and signs with Atletico Madrid, a rival uh, on a free transfer. Uh, so he was able to get out of his contract with Barcelona. Is, I don't blame him, honestly. Uh, and along with this, Mar- Morata is actually going to Juventus on loan. Mm-hmm. So I guess the rich get richer in Juventus' case. Oh, yeah. And it clearly adds more firepower to Atletico Madrid, gives Jao Felix another weapon to use up top. I mean, he did score... In in their in his debut, yeah. I think he I believe he came off as a substitute and then scored in the final minutes. So, but I mean, obviously, a good start for him for Letico. I'm pretty sure Cholo feels very confident in his decision making in Diego Simeone. So, I mean, so it's going to be interesting to see what 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 this does for Atletico. Do you think that this this is a big move for them? That's something that can help them push for that first spot in La Liga. Honestly, yeah, I, I think that with with Luis Suarez in there, yeah. Um, I mean, think about it. He one assist, two goals, and I think it's fitting that I'm wearing a, a Uruguay jersey oh, right, right now. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, mean it's Cavani, but still. yeah, but still, you know, we can fudge the number in the back and the name. But yeah, honestly, that that goal, he was waiting for that header. Like he was waiting for that header when he when he got it served to him. He was waiting for it, and he knew where to put it. He knew he wasn't going to put it in the near post. He knew he was going to put it to the far side, far away from the goalie, and he made it happen. So, I mean, if he continues doing stuff like that, uh, for sure, I think Atletico Madrid can actually be a contender. It's not just going to be a Real Barca league anymore. Yeah, I completely agree. And, oh, but dude, the, the Messi tweet was heartbreaking. Oh, man, not only did Messi speak on this, but... Neymar spoke on Neymar this as well. Spoke on it too. I mean, this goes back to the fact that like Messi is. I mean, I've never seen Messi like this. For him to be this vocal about a club that he loves, he's not. It's not. I, I guess it's not so much the club. It's so much the the president, the president, uh, which is the bigger issue. And I don't. And I don't blame him. I mean, ever since this guy took over, Barcelona's pretty much gone down. Oh yeah. Ever since then, they, the whole mind the whole, you, they still won La Liga titles, but I think that's kind of. Okay, so this is going to sound terrible, but for the top clubs, I, I'm going to say that. I think they prioritize Champions League more than they do winning their league. Do they, win, do they want to win the league? Of course. But we all know what's the big prize in Europe, and that is winning the Champions League. And clearly that's something that Barcelona hasn't done in a long time. 
And clearly it's, it's frustrating, messy, especially when they're in these positions where they're in the front seat, that they're going to win this next game, go to the next round, possibly go into the Champions League, and then nothing. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's the thing with the main, with the big teams, you know, like Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid now, I feel Chelsea, Liverpool. Well, I those. feel like Atletico Madrid would be more inclined to wanting to win a league title just because they don't win it as they much. Don't, they don't win it as often. And when they won it, I mean, you could tell the happiness and everything. They were, they were, they were so ecstatic about it. Now, when you see like Real or like, you know, Barcelona win it. They they're just like yeah, raise up your hands and another notch, just another notch in the bell is yeah, basically what it is. Much, dude. Like they're yeah, like they don't. I I think that maybe they take it for granted. So then they do focus more on the Champions League and they try as hard as they can. I'm not saying they don't try really really hard, but I feel like they lost that that fight that that um, that scrappiness of like what a small team would do just to get to that stage. But yeah, so I mean. Obviously, this is a big move for Atletico Madrid. I mean, Luis Suarez, I, I'm I'm really amazed by this because I really thought that he would end up going to Juventus, but clearly he, he got caught cheating his, on his Italian test. Um, so, yikes. I still, I still, uh, I'm just like, on that, I'm, on that note, I'm like, what? Like, it's just, ah. I think it's very interesting that, that, uh, that the, then the uh, Serie A, there, there's this thing where they want them to go ahead and get their citizenship and it'll, I believe that's what it is, but it's an interesting thing. I think it's pretty. It's a it's a pretty smart move for them. I mean, um, I guess it's their way of kind of avoiding a lot of like international players playing in Syria. Yeah, so, I mean, it's the checks and balance. Obviously, you want your league to uh, be the home, the the I guess the farm for your national team specifically, but. Um, yeah, no, I like it though. Uh, I'm not gonna say that I would want that to be done more often, but it's an interesting idea that Syria is doing. But all right, so let's go to the next headline, and that is the MLS is not sending international players out for World Cup qualifiers. Hmm. Care to elaborate a little bit on that one, Bradley? All right, so MLS is allowing MLS clubs to deny international call-ups, um, and it kind of makes sense because the fact is, if those players were to go and, you know, serve their call up with their, with the international clubs, um, they would have to come back, but then have to be in quarantine for 10 days. Right. So it sucks because especially as condensed as the MLS season is right now, those 10 days, those, that's three games right there. Yeah. So I can see the logic behind the MLS. Now the MLS isn't saying that they're not, they're, they're not allowing players to do it. They're saying that it's up to the clubs to make that decision whether or not to deny those players from going and get find their call-ups. Okay, okay. Um, but do you feel like FIFA should probably step in? Because um, obviously this affects them. Yeah, it does. Um, honestly, uh, honestly, I don't think they should. I mean, with everything that's going on right now with the pandemic, I mean, I'm, I know we've all heard it all going around the pandemic here, pandemic there, COVID, COVID, COVID. And apparently now in Texas, we got a a, me- a brain-eating amoeba, apparently, somewhere mm-hmm. around here in drinking water or water, basically. Um, but uh, with how things are, I would say just let the federation just deal with it on their own, the U.S. men's national team. 
deal with it on their own. Well, this is an MLS thing, not a U.S. Men's National no, Team. I'm sorry, thing. MLS. I'm tripping. Sorry, sorry. I'm tripping. Whatever, whatever I ate, it must have been. It's been hella making me weird. You and you and Mason Greenwood be hanging out, start inhaling laughing gas. Ha ha! It was funny this first time you said it. Now it's the second time you say ha ha. Yeah, but now it seems like a running gag where you're like, you last last week you were assuming that I was talking about Borussia Mönchengladbach on a previous episode, and then you go and try to like, first of all, you insult the way that apparently that I can't pronounce the name uh, Ali Dai, which I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it right. Now you are. It sounds like it. That's exactly what I said last time, you <laughs> idiot. I love to get you riled up, bro. <laughs> and then you're like. You're like they should they should call you Ruben Stutters. Munchen block block, yeah, Munchen block block. So it's so offensive to the people of Germany. But anyways, anyways, so the next headline is, and this is going to be some good news for you. This is obviously involving your club. Yeah, Sergino Des is going to Barcelona. He they're choosing Barcelona over Bayern Munich. Yeah. And we talked about this last week and we were kind of thinking about what would be the better fit for him. Clearly, he's going to instantly be put on that starting lineup because obviously Semedo is no longer with Barcelona. So this guy instantly fills him in at the right back position. Um, and what's crazy enough is that this isn't the first time that Coleman has tried to get Sergino Des. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, he was the man- he, he was once the manager for the uh, the Dutch national team. Right, right. And remember, Sergino Des was actually in the middle of deciding whether or not he wanted to play for the U.S. men's national team or for the Netherlands. So, one, for people to think, oh, man, he just chose the U.S. so he could start. Well, apparently the Dutch really wanted this kid and wanted him to be part of their future. So, uh, fuck you <laughs> to all the U.S. soccer haters because we got someone that chose America. America. <laughs> but... Clearly, obviously, Sergino Des chose the U.S. men's national team over over the Dutch. Um, so this isn't the first time that Coleman has tried to get Sergino Des. So I, clearly, this is his guy. Yeah. So for you, is this a good signing? I believe it is. He's got he's got skills. He, I I haven't followed him too much, but like just from what I've seen, you know, highlight videos and here and there. Uh yeah, I mean I'm I I think this is gonna be a really good signing. He could be the next. Um, I also want to add one thing. There is a thing for Barcelona and Ajax players. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's I guess that's their like um, fishing pond, as you can so call it. If they can't find it at their academy, they go to Ajax. It's just crazy to think because when you think of Barcelona, obviously you think of La Masia, mm-hmm. and then you have Ajax, who has a probably a more superior youth academy. Uh, maybe not their club is not so much. I mean, their club is pretty good. They obviously they always win their the Eredivisie, but uh, you know they're not going to win Champions League. I mean, they had the opportunity they did. a few they years ago. So close. Um, and then obviously most of those guys end up leaving to go play elsewhere. Elsewhere. Uh, obviously, Matias De Ligt ended up going to play for Juventus. Juventus. Uh, Frankie De Jong went to Barcelona, and now you have uh, um, uh, Van de Beek now playing for. For uh, Manchester United, so yeah. these guys leave, and it's kind of the Ajax always knows that, and but they're always able to still bring in somebody. 
they, it's like the next man up. They I, always have somebody in place for them. I think, yeah, they are, they always have somebody in place, I think, in their academy. Like, they already just have him. Like, it's, he's just there. I, I mean, the next the next player gone is going to be Onana, from their goalkeeper. Yeah. I feel there's going to be a team going to swoop in for him. Who do you think? Who do you think is, he might go to? Um, I mean, I would honestly say, especially where I don't like saying this about Kaylor Navas because I do like Kaylor Navas, but yeah. the fact that there is a clear lack of a lack of respect for Kaylor Navas in Europe, I can honestly see PSG making a move for Onana. That's right. Um, I mean, I don't think they're completely confident in Alphonse Ariola. Yeah. I mean, they've they sent him out for a second straight long. I understand it so he could get some playing time. Because obviously, Kaylor Navas is going to be the main uh, goalkeeper for the meantime. But I mean, the way the kids been playing, it, it's really hard to like not take that opportunity to get him. Okay, well, let me ask you this: Do you think PSG may go for Courtois just because of the name and where he's come from and what he's done? Not even for with his Real name? Madrid. Yeah, I mean, think about it. When you, when we first heard of Courtois, we were like, "Man, this this kid is good." When he was in, yeah. I I can. Maybe, but I think the cheaper option would be Onana because, I mean, if you go for Courtois, I think you're going to make him the most expensive goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. So, and I mean, that, that would be the question for you then is, is is Courtois the most expensive goalkeeper in the world? Should he be the most expensive goalkeeper in the world? Mind you, the, the current most expensive goalkeeper in the world is, is Kepa. Yeah. So, uh, would that make it better or, or worse for that for that price range? Uh, personally, I mean, not nothing against Real Madrid. I just don't think Courtois was worth that kind of money. Hey, I'm going to say it right here. I thought we should have kept Kaylor Navas. I thought he was a well-qualified goalkeeper. I had nothing bad about him. They went for Courtois. And it just, like I said, it just goes back to the fact that people just don't like hearing a Central American or a player from CONCACAF is clearly the best player at a position. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that, I'm not here saying that Kaylor Navas is the best goalkeeper in the world, but he definitely has competed at the highest level and has been proven. I mean, even with the way he's been playing with Costa Rica in that World Cup, yeah. where they, they made it to the top, to the Final Four. That's so what, That's what Real Madrid so, saw. So, so it, it's not crazy to believe that a Central American player could be a top-tier player. And I think that People constantly just looked at where Kaylor Navas is from and never really thought skill. They never thought much of it. They think that obviously a European player or a player of a country that's more well known for their soccer would be more beneficial for them. So that's just kind of where I think that PSG eventually is going to be doing that as well. And the trend just continues. And clearly Onana is just going to be a player that is going to be hard not to go for him. Yeah, I, I guess you're right there. All right, now let's go to Germany. And actually, there's been two managers now that have been fired in the Bundesliga. Um, the manager for Schalke, who, go figure, they're going to get fired. He's going to get fired. I mean, after 18 games of not winning a game, I mean, it's expected. But also, the manager of Mainz also got fired as well. Really? Yeah. So, um, I mean, the season's still early. So, could a new manager help him? Or do you think that's. That's going to be, a, there's going to now be a transition period. Well, the thing is, um, I think with um, with the new manager, I feel that players actually, you know, when they see the manager and they don't know anything about him, he doesn't have a name or anything. Yeah, there's a little bit of lack of respect, but there's also that, oh, crap, if I don't perform, I'm going to get benched. And especially if he starts making moves, you know what I mean? 
like he starts looking around for other players. Yeah, but I don't think they have that much time right now left in, as far as the transfer window goes. Yeah, but you can actually be scouting around or they may actually bring up from the youth academy that the, the, the coach might actually find like, hey, you know, I think he could actually play this position better than this guy. Let's just bring him over, train him real quick and see how he does in actual game. But with that being said, like I said, the season's still early, so I guess there's still time to at least be in the conversation to at least avoid relegation, at least for Shawkins' sake. Uh, mine's, um, you know, probably in the same situation as well if they're they're already willing to fire their manager. Um, but there's going to be a transition period. Obviously, they got to get used to the, the new style of play that they're going to be playing. Players are going to be playing in positions maybe they're not comfortable with or not familiar with. So there's a lot of transition to it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, would a new manager help, at least for right now, or is this kind of like, oh, let's just get them comfortable with each other for next year, and then hopefully we can make some sort of run? I, th- I honestly think a manager would help. You need somebody taking the reins. Even if well, I mean, obviously for- you need a new manager because you just fired him. But yeah. I mean, like, would, would it be better right now or would it have been just better off just to go ahead and see how the man- if the manager could have got things better versus just firing oh, them well, right now? When you put it that way, I mean, I would have personally kept the manager just to see, uh, it, just to see how it goes. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I can get that. I think I understand. I understand Shaka's logic because obviously last year they were near near uh, relegation, and then you're you're going 18 games without winning a game, and so there's 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 a track record right now that they're not liking from this from uh, from from Wagner, and and I can see why they were going to fire him, but I still kind of think with all that has happened with COVID and all these things now, it's like any move like this seems a lot more drastic now. Yeah, it's it, it's kind of like um, trying to grab for whatever lifeline that you can, which is letting go of one manager and you're going to basically look around for a whole different one. And then Just, who's out there? Like, who's out there that can... Not, right, not, not anybody that I've heard mention, honestly. Any big name, really. Name Pochettino? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I've but been, I'm pretty sure... He, I volunteer Hector Flores. But I'm pretty sure Pochettino actually wants to manage Real Madrid. I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, he wants to manage Real Madrid. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's all I got to say for that one. All right, man, this is the last headline. And that is LA Galaxy 2 player gets cut after using racial slur in game. Ooh. Yikes. Wow. So the player's name is Omar Ontiveros. He's actually a former Rio Grande Valley. Toro's player, um, and basically became a journeyman in the USL. Um, but it basically, it, it's over for him. He's, he's a, he was suspended for seven games by by the USL for using a racial slur towards a black player in the USL um, in their last game that they played. Um, but, you know, LA Galaxy 2, well, LA Galaxy in general, I mean, obviously this is their yeah. developmental team, um, went ahead and just axed them. I mean, obviously you don't want Especially with what's been going on now. I mean, yeah. I think race has been... I mean, race is a touchy subject. Especially race should be a touchy subject. Country. But especially right now, it has gotten even significantly worse. And you're... You you do this. It's just very... It's very insensitive. And clearly, you're just... Clearly, you're an idiot. If you're not realizing what else is, what's been going around lately, um, as far as with the whole social injustice movement that's been going on with Black Lives Matter and all these things. And for you to pretty much just say it out there and throw it out there like it's that. Like, it's like you're trying to take two steps forward, but then take five steps backwards. 
and, and this is kind of just shows that like it's everywhere. And, and it's not like any any other club might pick you up. Oh no, you're he's 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 blacklisted. He, yeah, he's blacklisted. He's not he's not getting. No club's gonna want to touch him. Uh, nobody, honestly. I don't. I don't think. No matter how desperate. And I mean, he's a USL player, so as far as Europe aspirations are probably gonna be going for him, it's not very likely. No. So, so yeah, he he definitely kind of he, just he, he screwed kinda, himself. Yeah, up. he cut his foot off at that point. Like, yeah. So yeah, what an idiot. I just. Uh, um, but I mean, props to LA Galaxy, man. You know what? That just shows that clearly they, they have, have class. class. They have class. So. Uh, I, I can say I, I I respect the league Alex for that for doing that you know yeah for sure all right man we got some recaps and this seems to be just well one at least not for one game but for these games it was just upset week what it appears like for me so we're gonna kick things off man and I'm gonna say this I did say this team was gonna be a dark horse last week I did mention that uh, last week when I was talking about them Hoffenheim beats Bayern Munich. Four to one. Oh yeah, and I did say this was going to be a dark horse team. Maybe the fact that Bayern Munich did well. Actually, no. You still had players that came, that played from that game still play in this game. Lewandowski came off the bench. Could be a factor, but I mean, Bayern Munich just didn't weren't able to capitalize on some goal scoring opportunities. I mean, they had seventy two percent of the possession of the game. Um, Hoffenheim just clearly just took better advantage of their opportunities. It's just going to show, man. Sometimes possession, or, well, I can't really speak about it for the Arsenal game, but uh, sometimes <laughs> possession is not as important as people think. It's not how, when, what, how much, how long you have the ball. It's what you do with the ball that really matters. And I mean, Hovenheim really did it. I mean, uh, shout out to Andre uh, Kramaric, who scored two goals in the 77 mark, minute mark and on the 90 minute mark as a penalty. Um, but yeah, just, I mean. Was he the one that lobbed the, the ball over Manuel Nahr? No, that was another player. But I'm, I'm but that was a beautiful goal. Yeah, right, right. And I was, I was in. It was you know what? That was the first goal that uh, Hoffenheim scored, I believe. Because then after that, then you had uh, uh, Kimmich who scored that that also yeah, that other beautiful yeah. goal as well. Um, I. But but my thing was like that goal right there. I was surprised, honestly. So for me, like I know I I made the excuse that Lewandowski didn't play, but I mean it's still Bayern Munich nonetheless. Um, because you still had Leroy Sané, you still had Narby. You still had majority of the players from Bayern Munich playing this game. So, and to be honest, Bayern didn't look bad. They just couldn't score goals. They and maybe, finish. maybe, and I, I hate saying that, but maybe Lewin, if Lewandowski was out there in the beginning of the game, maybe we'd be talking something different. Maybe it'd be a draw. But I mean, Hoffenheim, he, they brought it. They I brought mean, they, it. they won. And clearly, fair and square. Yeah. They didn't play a bad Bayern Munich team. So I think that this is definitely where Hoffenheim can take full credit for this win, that they were clearly the better team that day uh, against a really good Bayern Munich team that just failed to score goals. Yeah, it's, it, it, I was, it was unexpected, honestly. I wasn't expecting that result at all. And, and the thing that did surprise me, like you said, was Lewandowski starting out on the bench. That was, it threw me off. Maybe, maybe, maybe the coach was like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't think I need to risk It's, it's probably that or just maybe... Just wanting to rest his guy. Yeah, uh, could be it. That's what I'm saying. Like he probably didn't. Was like, eh, I don't want to. Don't want to risk him getting hurt mm-hmm. in in a game that I feel that he probably he probably didn't. What was funny though, goals. there was a highlight in this game that oh, they had a, not oh not, a, not, a, 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 not a not a highlight highlight, but just so a little a little zoom in video of 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 Lewandowski 
And it was they were they pretty much told him that he was about to get into the game, takes his shirt off, and you know clearly he's oh Lewandowski's Jack. Like I mean he's ripped. Yeah, the dude's an Adonis, no homo. But I mean like. <laughs> I mean, that's my body goal right there. And it's so funny because the announcers were basically talking about how Lewandowski has a really good body. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was the Robert Lewandowski highlight. (laughs) Oh, man, that was the Lewandowski highlight. Oh, but what about what about the Sané highlight? When he did that faint. Oh, yeah. He like, I guess the dude tore his knee or something like something on the back of his knee. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I saw that. But but, I mean, yeah. So I mean, sorry for the guy. But that that was just raw. But yeah. So Hoffenheim ends up ends up losing to I mean, ends up beating Bayern Munich. I don't know why I said Hoffenheim. I guess I'm so used to people losing to Bayern Munich that I (laughs) end up saying that. Uh, But Hoffenheim ended up beating Bayern Munich in 4-1, which was a great upset. I mean, once again, I did say this team was going to be a dark horse. Um, in the in the Bundesliga, and they clearly showed why. Um, but yeah, let's go into another upset as Lancaster City beats Manchester City five to two. That is, uh, I don't even. Know and once again, crazy enough, had this. Even if they didn't score two goals, they still obviously they still went because it would be three two. But Jamie Vardy scores three goals in this game. He has a hat trick, but I don't. I don't know if this is really a hat trick worth bragging about. And I'll tell you why. In the 37 minute mark, he scores a goal. It's a penalty. Scores in the 54 minute, regular goal. In the 58th minute, was also a penalty. Is this a, is this a hat trick to really be like, a hat trick is a hat trick? Or there's some hat tricks that are like, okay, yeah, he scored a hat trick. And then there's. You mean like a hat trick with an asteriskness to it? To yes. It, or a penalty? Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I mean, one penalty is okay. But I mean, this dude literally scored two penalties. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of the, uh, a lot of the fans and a lot of people would say, hey, a goal's a goal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And especially like if you're coming as a striker, as you know, you're gonna be like, hey, I scored it. I so. mean, clearly there's a reason why they put him as as a penalty kick taker because he's gonna. Yeah, well, he's, clearly this shows clearly, why he's the penalty kick clearly. taker. But I mean, it's just one of those things that I always thought about because I mean, clearly it's you and the goalkeeper. And it's literally the goalkeeper just trying to guess whether or not you're going left or right or down the middle. So it, it, to me, scoring, and this isn't trying to like get anybody. I'm sure somebody's going to get flat, uh, flabbergasted when I say this. Does taking penalties really take much skill? Honestly, it, it does. I've taken my fair share. I feel, I feel like it's more of a me- it's more of a mental exactly. game yeah. than it is an actual. You have to mentally prepare yourself to do that. Because so that, that's it. what I'm saying, though. So like. I'm still giving props. I just don't know if this is a hat trick where I'm like, oh my God, what a, you know. Like, well, I mean, yeah, you wouldn't be like, oh my God, that was the most amazing hat trick that happened. I mean, let's go back to Lewandowski when he scored those five goals mm-hmm. for Bayern Munich when Pep was the manager, you know? Yeah, no, okay, for sure. But clearly, you you also feel the same way that it, yeah, it's, a, it's a hat it's trick. It's a hat trick. It's just a hat trick with an asterisk. Next yeah. To it. All right. So crazy enough, we said how Bayern Munich has seventy two percent of the possession right. in their game. Right. Manchester City has seventy two percent possession in their game. What? <laughs> and they lost that. Oh. And they outshot. Uh, they outshot Leicester City sixteen to seven. That's not really that big of a margin, but sixteen. Uh, clearly, you had the, the majority of the possession. You clearly had outshot this team, and you can and you couldn't get the win. And once again, most of the time when you see someone that has majority of the possession, majority of the shots. You would think they won, yeah, and, and obviously it's Man City. You would think I, they that's, won. That's what I was thinking. 
And and like I I mean, Lancaster just well is this really an upset? Do we really do we consider Lancaster City to be a good team or do we consider this as an upset? I would consider it as an upset because I mean, ever since they won, as soon as they got up promoted and they won the cup, everybody was all excited for them because it's like you don't see that. It, it, what was funny was well, well, not funny, but what was crazy to me was I was telling people I was like, Lancaster City was just when when they made their run because I was like, not no one was mad, nobody was, everybody and, was. Excited it was like for it. it was more like Lancaster was this adorable team, and the I find this. The foxes, but they were like they were just like, oh, they're doing it. Like you know, you're like you're yeah, pulling, for, like you're you find yourself pulling for them. You're literally wanting the underdog to win, and Jamie Vardy was the head of that underdog. Like he was the one that was basically. It's crazy to think how like a lot of those with. guys are no longer with like. Yeah, and then I mean, think about it. Uh, what was his name? Claudio, Claudio, the, the manager at the time. Re- Reynaldo. Oh, Reynaldo. um, Claudio Reynaldi. Re- yeah, Claudio Reynaldi. Reynaldi. Uh, sir Claudio. Because they were talking about that he he they they were talking about wanting to knight him because of that yeah that, that beat you know he was a very he's a lovable manager but clearly but that's, there's a reason why he's been he's been he's a journeyman manager as well I mean so like uh, but that was just a great story of Lancaster City but yeah, yeah like so I mean I see Lancaster City more as a mid table team most of the time yeah I mean so I I I would deem it an upset I mean it's Man City you expect them to win you expect them to win well. Um, what was I going to say? Do you think that the whole Sane thing had anything to do with it? They weren't really playing Sane, though. They could have played him now, and he probably would have chopped something up. I mean, obviously, the Leroy Sane situation, clearly they failed to, to do something with that situation. Um, but And obviously, because he, he literally walked away free. I yeah. mean, they didn't sell him. So, I mean, yes, that sucks. But they weren't really using him. Is my argument? They didn't yeah. use him. A, they, didn't, they didn't use him as much as they should have because he was coming off the bench a lot. And even when he came off the bench, the dude was disgusting. Yeah. So this is more so just Man City just not handling that handling Leroy Sane right because this was clearly a gem. This guy should be starting. And I understand that they have their situation where they have Raheem Sterling um, and and Gabriel so, Jesus. Well, Gabriel Jesus plays up front, but I mean like. You you have it, that kind of goes back to the whole issue when you have all these players when you have all this talent. Yes, you have a deep roster, but then you also have guys that want to start. And this is kind of one of those big issues where you, if you don't bring in a guy that understands what their role is going to be, you're going to have some some controversy. And I think that's what happened with Leroy Sané in Manchester City. So him, funny enough, he ends up going to Bayern Munich, which is another. But he's clearly the better person at that position, which makes yeah. sense. I mean, um, no offense to whoever was, you know, thinking they were going to become the starting winger <laughs> after after Robin and, and Ribery left. Yeah. But uh, Leroy Sané is clearly a great player. I mean, he's German as well, so it helps out that there's there, there's not the language barrier going on for them. So, um, no, for sure. Manchester City, I understand their situation that happened with Leroy Sané, but they're also in the luxury where they can get guys. And they got Ferran Torres now, so I mean, it's not necessarily that they're that they're at at a serious loss, yeah. if, if you will. All right, man. So the last game to recap, and we're gonna go to the MLS, <laughs> and it's probably for an obvious reason. The Philadelphia Union beat Inter Miami three to nothing on Gonzalo Higuain's debut. Uh, yeah. And can I say, not a great debut, not a great debut at all. The man missed the penalty. 
which is kind of goes back to this kind of debunks my 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 theory of that it doesn't take skill to score penalty kicks. <laughs> oh man! I mean, think about it. The... I mean, this was a moonshot. Like it was, it wasn't even gonna touch the bar, the crossbar. What? Like this was bad. It was bad. And to make things worse, Philadelphia was. I don't think they taunted him, but so as 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 they missed the penalty, one of the players from Philadelphia jumped near where 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 he was where Gonzalo Higuain was. Kind of looked like he hit hit him a little bit with his foot when he was jumping on when he jumped, and then obviously Gonzalo was mad, and then some player got in his face. So he basically a, a fight broke out. Not a fight. It was just like like a scuffle. It would be insulting to call it a scuffle because it was just basically like what then what you know like back in high school uh, when like what you gonna do what, what you, you gonna do, do? what you gonna uh, then nothing I'll happened. Tell you what I'm gonna do, but what you gonna do? Yeah, it was kind of one of those like the waiting waiting to see it happens. Uh, so yeah, it was very. Is I mean, I mean, smart because no one got suspended. True, but um, but yeah, no, that was the name calling. It's all good. That was a bad, bad start for. You're, for, you're such. You're a but big winner. But this also solidifies the fact that what we were saying is Gonzalo Higuain is just not a sexy signing. Nope, it is not. And I mean, uh, to this day, he's still going to be haunted and, for the. For and the weirdly enough, now. He's a, he's he's a choker. I mean, he choked on the penalty. He choked on the World Cup when he was in by himself against the goalkeeper. What was funny on Twitter? There was actually a guy that was defending Gonzalo Higuain, and I understand that Argentina has never been the standard of of a good internet. I mean, yes, they made it to the World Cup final in in uh, twenty fourteen, but there was always something missing for me in, in Argentina. And, and I mean, I can see why someone would try to defend Gonzalo Higuain, but Gonzalo Higuain was also part of that problem. Yeah, I mean, even I, even I said it. I was like, yeah, with Gonzalo Higuain in the front, it's like, I don't know, you might need somebody else. Which they had Sergio Aguero. Yeah, but but uh, but going back to this Philadelphia Miami game because I don't want to make this whole Ar- yeah, an Argentina discussion. Um, they funny enough going back to that Manchester City game. Inter Miami outshot uh, Philadelphia Union sixteen to seven. Yeah, <laughs> and yet they still couldn't. They still they couldn't even put a put a goal. And at least at, at least Man City scored a goal. Yeah, <laughs> they scored two, but they couldn't even. They literally laid a goose egg. Um, so I mean, like it was it was just a really bad performance. But Philadelphia Union has actually been a really good team lately in the MLS. Um, Brandon Aronson is actually a player that's actually looked being looked at for the U.S. men's national team and is going to be making a move to Red Bull Salzburg. Um, so it's he's oh. he's definitely another player. This this kind of goes back to our discussion about how, hey man, USA, they're 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 making they're, they're going somewhere. They're going somewhere with their youth. And I'm sure that dude on TikTok is gonna hype is gonna be sipping on that Kool-Aid even harder when he, he, he finds out about that move. Happen the way you sipped on that Kool-Aid with Arsenal. <sighs> Fuck you. I had to do it. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get into some previews, man. So, Edward, what are your two games to watch this week? My two games to watch, let's see. Mine is Manchester United versus Tottenham and Bayern Munich versus Borussia for the Super Cup. When, uh, well, I mean, I understand the Super the the uh, the infamous German Super Cup, but I mean, like, what about the what is it about the Manchester United and Tottenham game that is it the return of the, the special one? No, it's not. It's no, not it's not. It's not. Well, actually, that's actually something. You know, what can he show them 
you know, what he can do now with the Tottenham team that he's managed for a little while. And with that loss or that happened, I don't know if you saw that he just walked out uh, in the dress of the dressing room. Uh, the Car- the Carabao Cup? Yeah. Cup? Um, well, one thing I'll say about Jose Mourinho, even though I'm not a big Jose Mourinho fan, even when he was with Real Madrid, um, I gotta say, he had a very classy moment in uh, a, a while back. There was a reporter, I, be, I guess his father high, was high, highly regarded uh, Jose Mourinho, which that's a that's a rare thing to find. Um, but, you know, he's, he, he said his father passed away and he would love to take a picture with Jose Mourinho ap- after they won the game, only if they won the game. Um, and uh, to, to so you can, put, you know, get the picture framed and put it uh, where his where his father's buried um, to be able to show, hey, dad, you know, I got a picture with Jose Mourinho. Um, and Jose Mourinho was like, um, the win doesn't matter. We'll take the picture, you know, immediately after this press conference. And he took the picture with him. So I just, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, when we talk about the game of soccer, man, it's like the little things about this game that's very precious. And and for Jose Mourinho to do that, that for that man, for, you know, obviously, he, this was a guy, this guy was a fan of Jose Mourinho, his father, and obviously that him and his dad had this very strong bond because of this man, and for him to be able to provide, just, it's it's the little things that makes me appreciate this game, and and I'll, I'll give a shout out to Jose Mourinho for that because I thought it was a very beautiful moment, kind of a tearjerker for some people, but uh, definitely just a very beautiful moment. But uh, what it, well, what is the thing for you to highlight about Manchester City Manchester United versus Tottenham? <laughs> It's all good. Um, well, the thing is, uh, Manchester, Manchester's coming off of that win, even though it was like a last, literally last second win um, with that penalty. And um, I mean, Tottenham has been playing really well. I just want to see, I want to see what Son can do against that defense. And this, we could be seeing Gareth Bale. Yeah, the return of Gareth Bale. I mean that's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a fun one actually. No, I completely agree. I think this is definitely gonna be. I'm sure a lot of Man U fans are gonna be watching this game. Um, but uh, obviously there's some there's some really interesting stuff in this game, so I can't wait to see it myself as well. Um, and then you said Bayern Munich versus Borussia Dortmund. Obviously, it's the rivalry. It's, this is the the rivalry. The but Germany. it's a Super Cup, so a cup is on the line. We're not gonna put in as much detail as we did with the UEFA Super Cup because let's face it, these Super Cups, it's cool. But clearly, it's not like, oh, we got to do everything we can to win this well, game. Okay, let me ask you something. Maybe this is why they're resting Lewandowski. Maybe, maybe. Uh, let me ask you something. Do you feel like they're both wingers? Jaden Sancho and Leroy Sané. What do you think? I mean, that, I feel like that would be a pretty good matchup. No, I mean, I mean, Jaden Sancho is a fun player to watch. Leroy Sané is a fun player to watch. But I mean, you, you not only that, but you just talk about two really good teams. You know, it's going to be Lewandowski versus Holland, hopefully. Um, Gio Reyna versus some young midfielder that, that Kimmich, Jasper Kimmich versus Gio Reyna. I got to like think about these names, but like, because I, I mean, I don't yeah, know how, yeah. how, how, how old is Kimmich now? Maybe like 21? Yeah, he's not that old. He's, he's so, 21. So two young upcoming midfielders. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it, it's it's got. I mean, it's the rivalry. It's Borussia Dortmund. It's Bayern Munich. These are the two teams that always compete for the Bundesliga title. Basically, so it 
it, it, this would be a good game to watch, at least a preview of what's going, what is to come for this season for these two teams. Because I don't necessarily think that this is going to be a highly prioritized game, but maybe because of the fact that they did rest Lewandowski in the Hoffenheim game, maybe they're putting some priority to that Super Cup it's match. Like, it's like a Rose versus Mueller, you know? Yep. Uh, well, and it's funny because I think Rose is young, but... No, but he's older. He's older. I think he's older than... Because Mueller just turned 30. Yeah, I, I think Rose it's is a, 31. So, it's so he's R- like... Rose, a player that I think is younger, but is actually older. And then you got Mueller, a player that I think is older, but is actually... Yeah, well, Mueller just... <laughs> I don't know what happened. He was like 24, looking 30. I don't know. You know, I was looking at the older picture, the, the old back then pictures of Mueller, and I was like, no, he still looks pretty fucking old. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is, but shit, that doesn't diminish his skill. He's still he's still a killer. Yeah. All right, man, so here's my two games to watch this week, and the first one's going to be Juventus versus Napoli. Oh, so, that's a good big one. rivalry game. Um, Juventus didn't come off as a, come off a big... I mean, they were able to get a point. They, they could say that they stole two points away from Roma. I guess you can spin zone it in, yeah. in that way. Uh, we did see Arthur uh, play this game. McKinney didn't have a great game. Um, but you definitely can say that they wasn't the worst performance because Rabiot definitely has oh, been given that that award. God. Um, but I still say, what made you lift up that leg? And just, oh, he should just kept it He doesn't long. play that much for Juventus. So, I mean, whenever he gets an opportunity, he tries to play. But, you know, maybe he forgot how to play soccer, man. Maybe that's what it was. Let me play, coach. Put me in, coach. Put me in. Or maybe he has a vendetta now for Juventus. Maybe he should have stayed at PSG. Maybe. Uh, uh, but then you have Napoli. Uh, I mean, Chucky Lozano. Yeah. He scored. He scored. Have, I think he scored two goals. Have you heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> I think he scored Apparently, two. he's he's overrated. I highly disagree. But No, I mean, he's. I think he scored two goals in the last game. So, I think it's going to be a really interesting matchup. Um, obviously, Napoli probably is more confident right now because they did come off of a win. Uh I mean, Juventus knows they're not going to be able to play without Rabiot. They can take that as a as, as a win or a loss for themselves. But um, no, it's going to it's gonna be it's going to be interesting to see that this game. Obviously, this is like the first. Well, I mean, obviously, Roma was the first real challenge for Juventus. But I guess for Napoli, this would be their first real challenge. And obviously, you can't count out Cristiano Ronaldo. He's always going to do something. And I mean, obviously, in that Roma game, they looked like they were about to lose the game, and then. Cristiano Ronaldo he does rises matter. to the occasion. Literally. literally rose to the occasion. Dude, when he was there, he went up and then he just kind of stayed there in the air. I was like, dude, how do you do that? Like, did he like contract his abs and all of a sudden he just kind of stayed in midair and just maybe he's just a human rocket. He can only he can only hover for a certain amount of time. All right, so that that's my first game. The second game will be Barcelona versus Sevilla. Oh yeah, that's a good one. So that's once again. This is going to be like their first. This is literally going to be each team's first real challenge this season. Yeah. Um, you know, Barcelona did come off of a big win. Um, you know, you saw Messi score goals. You saw Ansu Fati score goals. Score two goals. And so, like, you know, but now they're going up against a real legitimate team in Sevilla, um, who you and me both are very high on. We think that they're going to be a really interesting team to watch. Yeah, and it kind of. Lived up to that. They're, they're that. They're that. Uh, that. That scrappy team. They're that. You know that. They're the dark horse. They're they the are dark the dark horse. horse. Um, so I think it's going to be a good matchup. Like I said, this is going to be their first real challenge for each other. Um, 
which is going to be interesting to see with Barcelona because I know they've basically gone two weeks without playing a La Liga match. They just played their first La Liga match last week. So it's going to be weird how they do schedule-wise as far as to make up for those games that they ended up not playing. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But obviously, that's way down the road for Barcelona. Right now, it's Sevilla. And I think it's going to be a really good matchup for sure. Yeah, and it's Rakitic comes back home, basically. No, not home, but, you know, like, back to... Could be, could be considered a, a, a revenge game for Rakitic. Mm, I don't, do you think he was let go? Like, like just kind of like Luis mm-hmm. Suarez? I don't think he was. I don't think I don't think he can. He, I don't think he left on bad terms, man. He just he just knew that he couldn't play anymore for this team because obviously this team is stacked in the midfield it's position. Stacked, but at the same, it's time, stacked, it's but not really. Um, but he knew that he was going to be the odd man out, and I mean, he ends up going to Sevilla, which I believe that's the club that he played with before. Yeah, that was so like so kind of a full circle moment yeah. for him. You know, he ends up winning his titles in Barcelona and able to go back to the club where it all started for him. So I think. It's not necessarily a bad situation for him. I don't think he. I don't think he got out on bad terms. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, obviously, you didn't see the 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 yeah, angry messy pose. Angry messy pose. You just saw the thank you and everything. And I saw. I still remember that goal he did against Real Madrid. Like that that far away shot. I was say which one. <laughs> no, I mean, he he had a, that killer shot. But but yeah, so that those are my two matchups. I think it's gonna be some really good ones, for sure. All right, Edward, who is your player of the week? Player of the week, well, Antu Fati. He scored two goals, and for somebody that young, and they were actually really good goals. It was. I'm like, just glad that they were playing Antu Fati. To be oh, honest, yeah, dude. Like, it, it, soon, it gives Conrad me hope. De La Fuente. It gives me hope. Do you, Do you hope. think? Uh, do you think Sergino is going to play the the Sevilla game? I think it might be a little too early for him to be playing. So I think maybe the next week we'll see Sergino Des, but. I mean, I was just asking that curiosity. It's just, it's just good to see young players playing in Barcelona. I think it's just because of the fact that that's it just kind of brings back that mentality. It, that's that what the that was the Barcelona way. So I mean, it's great to see that younger players are playing. Academy products are playing. Um, so I mean, Ansu Fati. I mean, this kid <laughs> is proven that he's going to be something special in this mm-hmm. in this not only in La Liga but just in the world in general. I mean, he's already doing well with Spain. So I think Ansu Fati. Um, hopefully, is that that sign of hope for uh, Barcelona fans? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it is. That's why it's like it, it gives a little light there, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, like moves like that with Ansu Fati, uh, Sergino Dest, and like maybe gives Messi just a little bit of light as well. Like he he has those players to play. Once again, this this is what we were talking about in our first episode was like this is Barcelona's chance to like bring back the fire, like bring the passion back. You know, like when you're in a failing relationship yeah. and even like you're just, you're just stuck because you got this, that you're on the, you're on the final lease of, of your apartment. So this is your last chance to like bring back the fire and the passion of your relationship. Yeah. I mean, so, it, it makes, so, it makes, so this uh, is, this is literally uh, Barcelona's Jennifer Aniston, Aniston walking around the house naked in front of uh, Vince Vaughn <laughs> in the breakup. <laughs> wow. Very detailed, sir. Very detailed. I I approve of that message. Even though I don't think that was her intention, I think her intention was just to like make him jealous. Yeah, it could be. I mean, but uh, uh, but well, was it, well, who's your player of the week? My player of the week is Nicholas Fulkrug from Werder Bremen. Oh wow! The man scored two goals in their four nothing win. Oh uh, no, that's wrong. 
<laughs> was reading the wrong notes. Sorry about that. Oh, All you right. were reading? What? He scored a hat-trick in the 3-1 win against Schalke. Nice. Okay. So, I mean, hat-trick's a hat-trick, no matter how you put it. Um, but he had a really good game. I, I understand it's Schalke. But, I mean, Werder Bremen needed this win for sure. And one of those goals was actually coming from an assist by Josh Sargent. So, so the reason why I want to watch Werder Bremen is because of Josh Sargent. But like I said, man, this is going to be an interesting team to watch. And you see like some of the classes this team has um, for, for what they have. And I think that maybe this was, this was the, the nail in the coffin, you know, that, that solidified the, the end of, of Wagner in, uh, as the manager of Schalke. So, hey, not only did you score a hat-trick, but you got somebody fired immediately. So, not a bad day for, for a goal right. score. Yeah, it was like, it's like, yay, I scored a hat-trick. What? I got him fired? Uh... <laughs> I mean, it's a business, man. You, you, you know what you get yourself into. Yeah. All right, man. Time to wrap things up with some Would You Rathers. All right, let's do this. I'm ready. All right, man. <laughs> what, would you rather be unable to taste anything or everything you eat is overly salty. Um, hmm. um I mean, dang. Um uh, I guess not being able to taste stuff. Okay, let me ask you this. Can you wash off the salt? Over the other, over no, because everything you eat is gonna be uh, is gonna taste overly salty. It no, literally no, says right here. No, everything no. you eat is overly salty. Like there's there's no there's no loophole. Yeah, I was trying to find a loophole. I guess unable to taste. I guess that would be a good way to eat my veggies. Hey, you know what? Though I will say that you know being unable to taste anything because then you can like maybe make some weird bets and see. Hey, man, I bet you I can eat this. He's like, go ahead. Well, what, I can't fucking what, taste it, so it's not gonna bother me. What, what kind of what kind of stuff are you thinking about eating in these kinds of beds? Like jalapenos, like you know, oh, like well, I like, eat that. No, like, but like I can eat a, I can finally eat a ghost pepper. Let's be like Homer from The Simpsons. He he couldn't taste it because he has all that candle wax. But as soon as it hits your stomach, oh. but I'm unable to taste it. So I mean. But once it hits your stomach, it doesn't matter. I I, I still got five hundred bucks for eating a ghost pepper. Yeah, but your booty hole's probably gonna need that five hundred bucks for surgery. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. <laughs> Can you be cool for just okay? All right. Receive twenty dollars daily, or receive seventy three hundred dollars annually. Trying to do the math in my head here, and I, I think I'd rather do the twenty daily. It equates the same thing, you idiot. No, but I'm saying I'd rather do the 20 bucks daily. You said you're trying to do the math. It's the same amount. No, I know, I know. I understand that. I You said it already, but I still would do the 20 bucks daily. But what are you going to do with 20 bucks? I don't know. Buy gas, buy food, treat myself, save it, you know. I'm with $20, buy, you're going to treat yourself kids, with $20? Buy my, kids, buy my kids a freaking T-Rex. With 20 bucks... Splurging on yourself literally consists of you going and get little Caesars. Yeah, save the fifteen bucks. <laughs> I would, I would say seventy, get seventy three hundred dollars annually. I mean, it'd be an interesting question for our following. What if they decide differently as well? I'm just saying though, like, 
why would I want $20 daily? I'd rather just get a lump sum of money and I can use that and invest it on something right then and there. I have $7,300, so I might as well. Well, can I just save the 20 bucks every day? Yeah, but. Go ahead and save it. But all you have is just 20 bucks. And then the next day I have 40. The next day I have 60. The next day I have 80. Next day I have 100. I still think it's kind of, I, I think I'd rather just have the lump sum. This is it. Okay. All right. Think of it like this. The lottery. Would you want an installment plan or would you rather just receive it lump sum? If you receive a lump sum, don't they take more off of the top? It's still, you're, you're still losing it as much as it is. It doesn't really matter. I'd rather get the lump sum. Well, the lottery is a whole different number. It's the same exact fucking thing. No, it's not. Yes, it Lock, is. Okay, what lottery is going to give you what? What was the number? Maybe maybe you only guess maybe you only bucks. guess three numbers. Maybe you only get got three numbers right. Seventy three hundred bucks. Seven thousand three hundred. Seventy three hundred bucks. Yeah. That. Maybe maybe you only guess like three numbers right. You only, maybe you got the money ball on two numbers right. <laughs> nah, I, I'd rather I'd rather just do the twenty bucks, bro. I'm sorry. I I think it's stupid. Why would I just want twenty dollars a day? When I get this giant amount of money right then and there, and I can invest it immediately and let it and let my let the money work for me. Okay, let me put it this way: with the twenty dollars, it does give you that sort of um. No, control. it does. No, it control. doesn't. Control. Control of what? Twenty dollars? No, nitwit. It gives you control of the fact that uh, okay. For people like me, I like to have some sort of control. That's why I go to the gym. Because basically... My what does this have to do with $20? No, 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 no. That's where I'm getting at. Maybe it's because of my mentality. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I have no control. When I go to work and then I come home, I'm tired. I'm, I just want to sleep, basically. And basically going to the gym, it gives me that sort of control of, of anything. So even just receiving money or like, you know, getting those $20 a day... At least I have that sort of control of what those twenty dollars are going to go to, uh, instead of just saying, "Oh, this is going to go to my bills. Oh, this is going to go to this. This is going to go to that savings. All this and that." That twenty dollars, even if it's just a little bit, of, a little bit a day, and I actually prefer to have control every day, not just be like, "Ah, oh, shit, ah, oh, shit." And you know how I live. You know I'm always fucking. You know I'm always broke because I'm always spending money on the kids. I'm always buying stuff, and you know what I'm saying. And so it. It, 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 I know it's it's hard to comprehend, but maybe somebody would understand me if anybody's listening to this. I know I'm not supposed to go in debt or whatever, like in debt. Like you're not supposed to go in debt. In death, death, D E P A T H. Damn it, I can't even spell. Death. Wait, wait, wait. Spell that again. Did you did you just throw an A in there? D E P T H. Oh, your H sounds like an A. Wow. Yes, Depta. That's what I meant to say. Depta. But okay, so that's that's why I'm going with it. Like I don't know, man. I think I just rather get a- annually receive seven three hundred dollars. I think it'll just make it so much easier. Just because why would I just want twenty dollars a day? Like it, the, the twenty dollars isn't gonna help me with anything right then and there. So the seventy three hundred dollars. I mean, literally, I can throw that into something. I can invest it immediately into something. Well, throw it at me. No. <laughs> No, because it's my money. It's my seventy three hundred dollars. You just said you could throw it at something. I'm something. Throw I said invest me. in something. Something. Invest in something me. that will get me money, not lose me money. <laughs>
Hey, yo, just, hey, don't look at me with that face, bro. <laughs> you, you brought it up. Stupid. All right. Create or delete history? And we're best friends about this. Uh, create or delete history? I guess create. create what would you create? History. What would I create? I don't fucking know. No more freaking terrorism no more racism around the world it all ended up abruptly in freaking 2020 since the whole world was ending kind of shit but then the whole world didn't end i don't know what you want me to say you said you were gonna create history i'm just asking what would you create shit i don't know personally like i said i mean you would create history but you don't know like i'm just asking like what would you create like what would, what would uh, you would just somehow create a, a doctrine that that like officially officially makes it that everybody in the world is peaceful now? Yeah. Okay, that's not bad. Like I'm not giving um, you shit for it. I'm just wanted to know what would you what would you create? Facial expression, facial expression, completely. It's because the fact that you like you say it, and then I'm like asking you for it, and you're just like I don't fucking know. Like I mean, the way you were at, looking at me, it's like you were like, what? That doesn't sound right. Kind of. Because you were just like, they were like, just, it, it's like when you don't know what to say in an essay and you just say the same thing over and over again. What I did this summer was. <laughs> what I also did this summer. <laughs> I also did this. See, see what you, see what I mean? <laughs> I'm assuming you wrote a lot of these essays. No. I mean, I do have a college degree, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. I'm going I'm to use that a lot in this on you. At least I can change my brake pads. <laughs> I can. Have you tried? Yeah. Have you succeeded? Yeah. And my car's working, isn't it? Who changed the hood shocks? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Who I changed ha- the trunk shocks? I helped. Bye. Oh, it holding the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> College degree, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. I, remember, I did work on airplanes. I know. So don't be making it sound like I'm like mechanically. Re- I didn't. See- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, bro. I love you, bro. Oh, but I could do this task. <laughs> you got your degree. You get a better pay. <laughs> you can. I'm not denying that. <laughs> okay. Live in space or under the sea? Space. Why? I can't do the whole deep water bullshit. No, no, no. I, I don't want to run into SpongeBob and shit. No, no. Even though SpongeBob's pretty funny. But no, no. I, I'd rather not do the deep sea. <laughs> no, okay. Because like deep sea has weird ass creatures. You don't know what the fuck is out there. We haven't even discovered what in the hell is at the very bottom of this shit. We's like, oh, hey, we reached the bottom. And it's like, oh, hey, we found a whole new different bottom, you know? So I, I mean, in space, I think I'd rather, let's say, uh, I mean, everybody's talking about, oh, you know, Mars is probably livable and shit like that later on. But what if you find that there's creatures out in space? Well, shit, then the Justice League and shit, we'll create that shit, mother. We'll, we'll, create <laughs> what? we'll create that fucking Justice League and Young Justice and all that shit, bro. We can be the fucking next heroes and shit. Remember, I decided to create history, so I'm going to go Oh, ahead. shit, I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't even say my thing. I was so flabbergasted. <laughs> I didn't he even... Was fla- hey, what's that college degree doing there, there, sir? 
Apparently, you skipped the shit out of you. Because your answer was so stupid initially. <laughs> well, go for it. All right, just to catch things up. I would personally delete history. Like, what would you delete? I would delete slavery. Okay, okay. Or better yet, I would have deleted the person that created race. Right. Wait, you don't know that? I mean, I I know that. It's just you would delete a scientist. Person. A scientist actually tried to justify a way to show that a certain race was far superior than another race. Okay, see that I didn't know. I thought you meant like if somebody was like, okay, that's so and so, that's so and so, that's so and so. No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I, the guy that literally created race, race was never a thing until this guy decided to write about it. Ah, oh, this guy is so dumb. I wonder how he died. I don't know. It was like way back in the day. I'm pretty damn sure he got freaking thrown rocks at him and shit. No, because people bought in it. I mean, clearly people bought in it because now we have Reese. Yeah. I don't agree with that shit. Clearly you don't. I mean, we, I get it. But I'm just saying like, but yeah, so that I would have delete history. Um, I would actually live in space. Not because of, oh, oh man, I'm scared of the sea monster coming at me. No, it's just... You don't know what the fuck is out there. I mean, space is just interesting, and it'd be pretty cool to finally see whether... whether Finally know whether or not the Earth is flat or not, because I'm tired of people giving me the... I personally believe the Earth is round, but there's people that believe that the Earth is flat. The Earth isn't flat, though. But there's... I'm saying there's people that believe that it is. Is it really? I thought that shit was like... Kyrie Irving is one of those people. Oh, God. You didn't know people actually believed the Earth was flat? I, I honestly thought that people already knew what common sense was. No. Oh. So I would... One, I would live in space because it'd be fucking cool because I love Star Wars. But, I mean, it would also be able to shut up everybody that's been saying that the Earth is flat. Chewy. Yeah. What? But yeah, I honestly... But on side note, I didn't know that people still believed that the Earth was flat. Still I, believe you thought that there was a point where people stopped believing in that? Yeah, I mean, it's been proven. I don't know what the hell. I really... It's the government. Oh, God, don't you start with that shit. All right, man. Last one. Either be completely hairy or no hair at all. Completely hairy. Well, coming as a hairy guy here with my arms and legs and face but yeah i mean i guess completely hairy i mean i wanted to be hairless on the body area and the arms area the legs area but then it's like what then if i'm completely hairless that means i have no eyebrows right yeah no beard i'm glad you're able to imply that <laughs> figure those two out no beard so yeah no i i would say totally hair hair totally uh, covered in hair and just, you know, hey, whatever I don't want, just go ahead and shave it, trim it, whatever the hell I want. You know, like, honestly, like, I used to think that I would would not want to have body hair. But honestly, now I just don't care anymore. <laughs> and, like, and, you know, I, I mean, I come from a hairy family, so, I mean, there's nothing really else to, like, I can't really hide it. I, I mean, am, I am what I am. I'm known as the werewolf. Um, I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's times where I try to shave it off just because I'm like, you know, you know, maybe I look... But then, you know what I found? I just look weird without hair. 
Did, did you, what did you save on your the the number? What was that number? Oh, from boot camp. So when I was in in boot camp for the Marines, um, I shaved the the logo of my company, which was we were Fox Company, and they called us Fatal Fox. So it was basically if you you remember those like extreme sports logos, the yeah. fallen logo, yeah, the the, the backward the Fs, yeah. yeah. That was our logo for Fox Company. And so we decided to shave it on my chest. And then on my back, we shaved uh, my platoon number, which was 2121. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it was pretty fucking stupid. But it was kind of funny at the same time. Which, what, what, did your, what did your instructor say? Or what was my drone instructor? Yeah. He, uh, he called me a pendejo. <laughs> he, was, uh, he was Honduran. He was like, yeah. Yeah, he, 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 he laughed it up. And what was funny was uh, when we did our... Our moto run when we did our like when our like for family day mm-hmm. when we did our moto run when I was sweating the logo came out through my shirt <laughs> so it was like yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it was, wow. pretty, it was pretty fucking stupid so instead of having like just a regular sweat come through for like all the way from from the top to the bottom to work its way down or whatever it's like no it still did but it was just like. That's the first thing that popped. Like, that was the part, yeah, like, it was, like... it's because your pores were open and shit like that? I don't know, man. I just know that, that the logo popped out when I was sweating. Like, it it, it appeared as a as, as sweating. family day? The motor run. Oh, the motor run. So when we did our motor... Like, so when everybody saw us, then we ran in, and, you know, we did a little motor run. We ran, ran, sang some cadences, and then we ran in, everybody saw us, and then we marched back to our to our barracks. Oh, not our barracks, the, the squad base. And then we changed over to our, our uniforms for a family day. And then, so they, they didn't see that. Oh, man. I was like, I was like oh, But what was funny was when we came back into the squad bay and I took my shirt off and then I was like, holy shit, you can see the logo. And everybody started laughing too. It was like, <laughs> it was pretty fucking, int- yeah, it was funny as hell. Um, but yeah, no, but then we had family day. So no, my mom didn't know about it till I came, till, till I got back home. <laughs> Which was the, I was just, I was just sure, you know, I sleep shirtless, like that's. Were there, were there pictures? No. Damn, can't use that as blackmail. Anyways, <laughs> this was like, well, I mean, I had an iPhone at the time, but it was like the iPhone, the first the one. Three, the one with the black, uh, the silver casing? No, the it was the first, the, the second iPhone, the iPhone 3, no. I believe, I believe the, the, the 3GS was the. Uh, the, was I, the, the iPhone. The 3GS had that Chrome case, bro. I didn't have the Chrome case. So then you probably had something new. I had a black. Had to, it was still curved. Like in the back, it was curved. Yeah, but that means you probably had like the newer one then. But after the three, it was it was after the second, the, after the first one. That whatever that second model was, that's the one I had. Huh. But I was never really that big into taking pictures of myself. Um, and obviously back then, when you did a selfie, you didn't have a front camera, so you had to actually like flip it, ma- maneuver, check it, maneuver away, flip it, and then check it, and be like, "Damn yeah. it, I took a side of my face." So right, let me try again. Damn it, I took. A- it yeah. was funny too, because back then, because also when you did this, you clearly weren't aware of where the camera was, because the camera's on the in that like that upper that upper left corner yeah. of the phone. And it wasn't so even, that, even though you centered the the phone to yourself, that doesn't guarantee that the the photo was actually centered. And then it wasn't even that great of a camera either. Yeah, I mean, I find it so crazy that there's these people that spend like thousands of dollars on on cameras and, and equipment for that. Yeah, you know, that that's their job, that's their livelihood yeah, is, is, I mean, is photography. Yeah. But it always like messes with me that somebody now like you have portrait mode now 
on your on your phone, uh, well, at least on iPhones. Yeah. There's a portrait mode, so you can almost have that quality that of a quality photo. Of the I mean, it's not the, clearly not the same because uh, you know a, a, a DSLR. Mm-hmm. DSLR. Yeah, that obviously clearly, if you're a good photographer and clearly know how to edit, you're gonna completely beat the hell out of a, of an iPhone. Yeah. But it's just wild to me that there's that, and then like. When you see people that are trying to do like photo shoots at like public places that they need a permit because clearly they're doing a photo session. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, then how about how about they stop those like those three teenagers over there taking pictures with their phones that are doing basically the exact same thing? It's just you know, like the 18 year the 18 birthday pictures where they're holding the balloons that have like their number on it. Right. Like how they are. Yeah. I find those so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, I get Thank it. Like, it's, listening. Please keep listening to us. Don't like, don't take this, this stupidity for them. What? It's stupid for me <laughs> to think that, like, I just think the balloon with your age is stupid. Like, I mean... It, I, I've never done it. I'm not... Okay, well, I mean, it doesn't help that I'm not really that big into celebrating my birthday anyways. But, like, I, I mean, I like celebrating my birthday, but I just don't... I don't make it as big as a deal. Yeah. I mean, I don't make it. So, what did I do? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't do a, I don't, I don't, you're you're never going to see me, like, maybe I'll do it out of, like, out of, like, humor reasons, is take a picture with me with, like, those, the balloons with my age on it, just to, like, make fun of it. Like, I'll definitely do, like, something really stupid about it. Yeah. But, uh, I just never found it, like, I just think it's so dumb. I mean, I've I've seen it. I I can't really talk down on it. Everybody has their own thing. I mean, you, you saw my birthday, it was just cake and pizza. That was it. Yeah, I gave you. I should have taken a picture of you with the cake that I got you because it was. I, I got him this unicorn cake. I swear to Cupcakes. God, dude. I swear to God, I wanted to stab you with the unicorn horn. That not, you couldn't do shit with that. That thing was rounded. Yeah, it was. Can't believe you got that. But but I got you little Caesars. So good. Yeah, I got you little Caesars, Caesars though. Yeah, the kids love little Caesars. I love little Caesars. Man, it was it was really good. It's so funny to me. Like my niece, like. Uh, she doesn't like Little Caesars. She says it's spicy. It's probably the sauce. That's what all the sauce is a little thick. I mean, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing though. It's not. I mean, I spent five bucks for Little Caesars. I, I know what I'm. I'm getting. I spent the six bucks. So for the extra most bestest. Yeah, I I'd still go with six. six bucks. I'll still go with the hot and ready. Just, six, six bucks is 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 well spent now for that pizza. I, I mean, I, I agree with you, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, five bucks is five bucks. I'd rather. Just, it's the same thing to me. Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. All right. I acknowledge that. You got a college degree, so you're right. Thanks. Thanks for finally <laughs> acknowledging that. All right. Well, that's the show. Um, I feel like we did, had another good one. Uh, at least I feel that way. Um, yeah. Just me, you know, me being my trippy self. Just a little bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> Coming up with with some random storylines that we that apparently we've said before. Uh, yeah. But anyways, so thanks for guys for listening, man. Thank you guys. So we want to give a shout out to Alejandro Gomez for providing us with this awesome logo for the show. We love you. We love uh, you. You can follow her on Instagram at Alec Gomez Graphics if you guys want to contact her to create a logo for yourself or for your business. She's really good, clearly, because this logo is fucking awesome. So mm-hmm. if you want to go ahead and hit her up, just go ahead and follow her at Alec Gomez Graphics. And of course, shout out to our producer, Roosevelt Spencer, um, for, Spence. for providing us with the beats that you hear for this intro and outro for this show. 
but of course also for being the producer of this podcast to make us sound significantly better than what we really do. <laughs> Especially me. So if you guys want to contact him for maybe some of his work, you can follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. Once again, it's at that guy dope. He yeah. is a dope guy. Yeah, it's cool as hell. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening, man. Can't wait to talk more soccer next week. Um, maybe, maybe nothing. Me being mad about Arsenal losing. Hopefully, well, I mean, hopefully they win next game. I don't know who they're playing against, but sipping that Kool Aid. I'll be. Oh, I'm still sipping the Kool Aid. I'm still. <laughs> I'm still pretty confident in Arsenal. So I'm feeling good. But yeah, so that's the show, man. Thank you for listening, and we'll you'll hear us next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.